Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Kel Strauss, Manny Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Hello. It is Free Agency Friday. Ooh. That has a good ring to it. If we were really, really good at editing or like and or not lazy, I would throw in a Rebecca Black drop right now. Well, also, <laughs> I feel like we might get sued for that, but it's fine. No, I'm just going to keep singing it poorly instead. You know, we'll, we'll just have, we'll just forward the bill to RJ. He can pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, RJ? Yeah. Sorry, boss. Uh, yeah, Meg, it is. Uh, the new league year started on the 17th. Tampering period was opened up on Monday. So I like that it's just like officially tampering and not like actually. I know. I know. Actually official. Yes. Makes it more fun. It does make it more fun. So we've been witnessing transactions all week and mainly I feel like the Patriots have just been purchasing and buying up every single thing that's available on the market that's worth anything. It's revenge season for Bill. I think there's there's two schools of thought on that. And I know this is a Cowboys podcast, but I just have to, you know, talk a little bit about this because why not? Um, If, do we think that Bill is, really mad about last season and he's just trying to buy like every free agent available to make some semblance of a run for it or do you really just genuinely believe that he's like yeah this it's it's not even a thing um I don't think he's mad so much as like I think he went into last year um knowing that he had a good quarterback in Cam Newton but not knowing exactly how he was going to need to structure the team around him. Like going from Tom Brady to Cam is just completely different. Like Tom is a freak. Yeah. And Cam is in his own right, but uh, give the man some like real weapons that like actually suit him and like he'll set the league on fire. So, or that's the uh, theory in in this case. So we'll see. Well, per usual, the Cowboys are, not super active in free agency and i want to talk about where things stand because we've had a couple guys that have left and especially some you know guys that have been staples around the facility for a minute and then we've had a few new faces i'm not sure there's much of anything of significance outside of the new special teamer uh but uh just to kind of recap where we are right now and mind you we are recording this on thursday night so if anything happens then that's not on us but um, we do have, uh, new guys that are in the building. We've got a swing tackle tie in, in Seki. I think that's how you say it. I'm so sorry. It sounds right. It does sound right. We're going to go with it. Um, grabbed him from the bills. 
Jake McQuaid, we knew that was coming because he's reunited with Bones, two-time Pro Bowler, long snapper. Still a great nickname. It is for sure. It is my favorite thus far, <laughs> I think, of the coaches that we've had. Um, Carlos Watkins, going to be some D-line interior depth from the Houston Texans. And then. Oh, just, so he upgraded. He what did. you're telling me. In Houston forever. Yeah. He got out of there as soon as he could. <laughs> But he was like, I still want access to Whataburger. So I think I'm going to go to Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then defensive end, Brent Urban from Chicago Bears. He played a few games. So um, those are the new guys in the building. We had 23 free agents going into this. And I think obviously the most notable departures, Andy Dalton is now with the Bears. You've got um, Cam Irving went to the Panthers, Joe Thomas went to the Texans. I was on honestly so he downgraded I was sad about that I have to be honest with you (laughs) I think a lot of people were sad about that one yeah I just feel like he had some moments where he would just fly around and like I really liked him on special teams too and I know like you know you don't want to any all of our defense last year we probably shouldn't be upset if they're leaving that's completely a fair point so I realize that everything I'm saying right now is not super Kelsey's just trying to say we like our guys, you know. I have guys that I like, <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm sad that he's not going to be here anymore. It's fine, whatever. Uh, Cheeto is going to the Bengals. He's got a three-year contract. He went and got paid, so good for him on that. Um, and yeah, we've retained a few other guys. TJ Goodwin. I think the highlights would be you've got just, everyone was pumped for Goodwin. Right? I, truly, that was great. Like I think almost every player I follow on Twitter said something about it. Yeah. So love that journey for him. Love that journey for him. I think what's interesting is, yeah, I'm still not happy with where we are defensively. I think no one is, but um, special teams for once kind of is looking not terrible. I mean, you'd hope so. It was, I definitely think bringing bones in John Fossil is he was, he's one of these guys who's really good at what he does. And, you know, Cowboys fans, especially in years past, were always talking about how this team played not to lose versus playing to win. And I think that he's one of those guys, and you saw him come out early last year and do things like the watermelon kick and and whatever else. And there were several moments, key moments in special teams that made a difference in the game. Granted, it was not a great season, but I think not for lack of effort, at least in that phase of the game. There was also several moments where it totally failed when we tried to do something innovative, but you know what? I think I'm of the Is there something to be said if like they, they know this guy and know how he works? Yeah. So hundred percent. So now he's reunited with his kicker and his long snapper. So I feel like we've got some continuity that we can build upon. And I feel good about that. It was weird though. I want to get your thoughts on, I personally was not expecting LP to not no longer be with the team. And when I got that tweet from Todd Archer, I was, I was just, I was shook is the wrong word, but like still just so surprised. I thought he was going to play with us forever. We have gathered here today (laughs) to uh, show our respect to um, LP for his long fought battle in the trenches with his teammates. (laughs) (laughs) He's been with us for 16 years. He's, he's, he's kicked a ball and or long snapped a ball. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> you know what, LP? I'm sorry, I'm doing a bad job of your your Cowboys eulogy, but you will be missed. 
you will. I immediately, I, I tweeted this already, but I immediately when I saw that tweet, I thought of um, the Michelle Branch song, Goodbye to You. And it really, that stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Honestly, I think that's a great way of putting it. Um, I think it's totally bittersweet. He was, what, two games away from the longest tenure as like, like most consecutive games as a Cowboys player. And the was person, that Witten from the top rope or? I'm not going to say it was, but I'm not going to say it wasn't. <laughs> Especially for Our, a team that's like so <laughs> sentimental. And the ownership, yeah. Like, you know, they knew that, you know, they thought of that. Okay, so RJ and I both have the same conspiracy theory, and it's that when they, uh, they didn't want Witten to not be the longest tenured player. I mean. But, you know, I have no basis for these accusations, but I will make them anyways. Right. So um, that was a big, big move. I think he's still got some, some juice left in him. I think that we can definitely see him pop up elsewhere. But, I mean – we didn't have an issue with them last year. I know. I know. What I think is funny is that it kind of ends like the, and I'll, I'll call it a cult classic for the Cowboys of like everyone having the long snappers Jersey. <laughs> like, we should buy them now. You look around the stadium and you'll always find him in there. Yeah. Like you're not going to see him as much as like Witten. Maybe that that's part of the plan. Sure. Um, or even, uh, you know, Zeke, Dak, whatever obviously but like real ones no you know <laughs> you're like that's those are the hipster cowboys fans. <laughs> the ones that are like i'm going to pick the most obscure but solid cowboys player, yeah the long I, snapper iykyk okay it was kind of like the next iteration of dan bailey like the dan bailey crew i mean yes because he did have a cult following as well yes but i think it's i like, was in the cult yeah you really <laughs> i think you might be the cult. i was the cult she was the cult leader <laughs> it was it was a scary time she made us uh i don't know <laughs> i made some bad decisions in the <laughs> she uh, anointed people in shots i'll tell you that much i did for sure um yeah so anyways i think that was just that was probably the biggest one in my mind outside of obviously Andy Dalton leaving. And then Chris Jones too, he had his injury issues last year. I think we kind of saw the writing on the wall with that one. Yeah. Um, but still nonetheless with, I think he'd been with us for what, like 11 seasons too. Like he's yeah. been there for a minute. Yeah. Um, super nice guy too. So. Um, thoughts on Andy Dalton in a, uh, in a bears jersey. I, he's back with the orange, you know? You know what? You can't say he's not going to match. I mean, he was, he had good times in orange. So like, let my man be great. Put him in orange. <laughs> Truly. Maybe that's. It was either there or Denver. It, it was the color <laughs> scheme. That's right, Meg. Yeah. I, you know, he just like, it didn't work for him. Sports are mental. So I feel like that's definitely a valid argument. I mean, it's the only one that I know how to make right now. <laughs> he straight up came out in the press conference and, and I feel bad for him a little bit. I mean, you know, as much as you can feel bad for people making millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, to throw footballs around, but uh, I, he came out his press conference and he literally said, and we, again, we knew this, we talked about this. He came there. He went to, he went to Chicago because they said he's going to be the starter. Cause I think everyone was like, well, is it Foles or is it going to be Andy Dalton? And on top of it, how do you think you would be, how mad do you think? I'm going to assume you're going to be mad. How mad do you think <laughs> Chicago fans are right now when all how this Russell Wilson thing. And then they're like, psych, here's Andy Dalton. Well, um, and that's not talking poorly on Andy. It's a simple fact that we know 
the talent level with Russell Wilson is significantly higher at this point in his career and always compared to Andy. I know that, like, I'm really operating on a very, like, um, small amount, one person. Um, so <laughs> if, if anyone listens to Pardon My Take, um, <laughs> if any if any of you listen to it. Yeah, what does you, if you have to say? Is he <laughs> if you want to listen to one episode... <laughs> it's the one from Wednesday <laughs> when he finds out live when they're recording about Andy Dalton. No. And he's less than pleased. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he's like Big Cat's obviously like from Chicago, lifelong Chicago sports fan. Um, just judging off of that, that's all I have to work with, really. Like I have friends in Chicago, they're all Cowboys fans. So. They don't care. Yeah. But that's all I have to work with here. So I just imagine that's what everyone else is saying too. I just feel bad, but you know. I, I think what they need to recognize is that um, Andy Dalton's going to wear orange. So that's like superpowers right there. Correct. And then also uh, Nick Foles as a backup. Um, they all could, works they out in everyone's favor. You can <laughs> win a Super Bowl. Who knows? You just, that's, that's the narrative. Also, back up to a redhead a thought just saying whoa just saying is this are they is that what they were doing recreating the magic bears to the ship (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first you heard it here first wow that was a very that was a stretch i appreciated that um i didn't pull a muscle though so okay good um so (laughs) honestly y'all are welcome for this podcast you just, are. You're always welcome. I just feel like the, the level of analysis and things that we bring to the table are unparalleled. I mean, everyone else can do the the um, the numbers. I I prefer to do the weird conspiracy theories. <laughs> Join my cult. <laughs> um, all right. So we kind of went over some of the guys' highlights, at least their left. Uh, some of the guys that departed, dearly departed, and some of the guys that are in the building. I want to get your thoughts, though, Meg. Um, <clears throat> Are you, you know, again, every year, every year, it seems like Cowboys fans are losing their minds because there is very little action in free agency, which mind you, let me just say this before I dive into this conversation. We should all just be grateful and, you know, thank the the Dallas Cowboys that be because <laughs> our biggest free agent was signed. I mean, you missed an opportunity to mention the stars. I know. I flubbed my words. Yeah. I've had two sips of alcohol and we're just done so already. I mean, it's still your birthday. So it's my birthday <laughs> month. So we're making excuses <laughs> yeah. the entire way through. Exactly. Um, but what are your thoughts on the whole everyone getting super heated about the Cowboys not really being super active in the free agency market? Are you are you hoping and wishing they, they would be? Because if we look at last year, if history is any indicator. When you go after all these big names, I mean, there's a great, this year's a little different because the salary cap decreases. So there's going to be a lot of probably good veterans that are available that aren't necessarily super on their downhill slope compared to previous years. But last year we went after a handful of big names and what some of them didn't even make it on the field. Like literally. So we're through the season. That too. I mean, I'm not going to fault Gerald McCoy here, but, um, I do we have any like line on him? Is he coming? Gonna hang out? What's, I, what's happening with him? I need to look into that because the last I heard that was part of the plan. 
But to your point, Cowboys fans getting heated about something trivial? No. You don't say. Um, Who, me? Never. Why would we do that? Um, myself included. Um, yeah, they, they tend to be boring in free agency, so it's not a surprise. I know it annoys everyone every year, but, like, I mean, the sky's blue, so. Yeah. I um, guess, I guess for me, like, I just feel like I, I'm, I'm having a hard time corroborating the concept of when you are super active in free agency, it probably means that obviously means that you've got holes on your team. And that could be to not being successful in the draft or injuries, whatever it may be. And I feel like it's not a great sign. So I would hope that my team would be in a position that they don't have to be that active in free agency. Granted, let me add a layer of, of me being honest with myself here and that I sometimes think this team has faith in players. We like who we have in the building thing that I don't know if I'm <laughs> subscribing to that. I don't know if I'm subscribing to that. I mean, and I'll, I'll uh, specifically speak to great Mr. Grady here, Shady Grady. Um, Patrick Peterson, I would have loved that. Yes. I feel like that would have added value. Yes. But, you know, God forbid we make a splash. Do something fun. <laughs> have some fun. Fun fact, actually, um, you know how whenever people have these, they're, they're, they're like speculating on people that could maybe – end up on the team like, oh, they share an agent. Well, Patrick Peterson and Dak Prescott share a marketing agent. Ah. It's not the guy who's signing their actual deals, but like maybe, I don't know. That could have maybe been a thing. I'm always here for more Tigers and more Huskers. So, I mean, if they're on the market, bring them to me. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess my whole point in saying that is that I just feel like I'm – the Richard Sherman conversation. I know we need a lot of DBs. I would, I actually would with that one entertain well, that because I feel like our our secondary is so young. Yeah, considering also like getting rid of Cheeto too on top of that. Right. Yeah. I mean like bring me a corner. Yeah. I would I would totally take that. The development of Trayvon Diggs, I think, is really important. I think that would be such a sweet little marriage. It's almost like it's almost like having like another Sean Lee in the building. Like this guy is gonna just be coaching everyone up. Yeah. And I think there's merit to that. I personally think the intangibles matter when you're talking about veteran signings, but that's, I also am the ultimate empath and I just, it's true. <laughs> I like those things that matters to me. Speaking of liking pet cats, um, that would be Kelsey. Yes. But, um, I only have 10, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. I think, I mean, we saw, flashes of what Diggs can be in the future and bringing in someone that can really like help him cultivate his skill. Yeah. I'm completely on board for, and if you're going to spend somewhere like in free agency, I think that's the spot. I just have one thing to touch on in terms of free agency before we kind of wrap up the latest developments in it. I would be remiss not to mention our quarterback in waiting QB six like bulldozer. This is like the worst news Kelsey could have received on a day. Y'all, like I'm upset. Who who are we going to have as our quarterback if we are in the same position as last year? Are we going to try and do what the Broncos did and call one of their coaches off of the off the bench? Because 
the league didn't approve that. I mean, Kellen Moore is our OC. We're not, we didn't re-sign him as like a pseudo like contractor, like half player, like, I don't know what they mentioning were. last year. Don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Like, what are you talking about? He could have because of the practice squad rules. He could have yeah. been a veteran practice squad signing. Hear me out. Okay. And then Jerry could have mm-hmm. just written him a personal check. Yeah. To just do that for one year. Or <laughs> not. <laughs> Idea. Hear me out. Concept. No. <laughs> um, but we, Blake will be missed. Especially by Kelsey. Especially by me. I'm yeah. very sad about that. I just really feel like we needed to make sure we had our backup, 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 backup quarterback situation yeah. secured. And now we don't. I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, you know, do I think that do I think that we're gonna go into the year with um Garrett Gilbert and Ben Denucci as our backup quarterback? Ben Denucci. Ben Denucci. <laughs> ben Denucci. Um, no. I don't. We should have him back on the show. I would love that. I know we should actually do that. His girlfriend's the greatest. I'm gonna give him a Texas quiz and see if he does better than Pittsburgh. He really did poorly on that. It was he failed. That was an incredibly like you're from there. How do you fail your own quiz? Like what were you doing? Not paying attention when you grew when you grew up. When you grew up, you weren't looking around you, <laughs> saying, "Can I go to this sandwich shop and get a classic order?" It, he just needed a little bit of culture, and we we're just making sure that he had it. But squatty potties, though, I need to. I need to get an update on that if he's actually yeah. brokered a deal. I mean, you did offer to help him. I so. did. I did. It that's was, on him if you didn't do it. It is on him. Um, so that's my final thought on free agency. RIP to Blake Bell. I'm very sad about that, but I'm happy for him. He's going back to Kansas City where he <laughs> got a ring. Um, <laughs> listen, I liked that narrative. Uh huh. Like what? Play? If you're going to do that, at least give him a proper eulogy. I did that for LP. I don't have one because I'm not as good with words as you are. But I'm just really sad about it. I'll think I will write one and post it on Twitter. Maybe it'll be a poem. Maybe I'll be uber creepy and make an Instagram post eulogizing Blake Bell going to Kansas City. That wouldn't be weird at all. No, he wouldn't put out a restraining order on you. I feel like his wife would be like, ma'am, can you just do a lot less? <laughs> you know what you're doing? All the way down to like, I don't know. The wrong face. <laughs> um, all right, so for agency, closing that out, I think we can expect the Cowboys to make some other potential moves. I don't know how impactful they're going to be. They did do some restructuring of some contracts, Zach Barton, Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, so that does give us some cap space. To be fair, they did warn us that they were going to be boring. They did. They did. And, again, if you think about with Dax deal, um, spreading out over – it's a six-year – Voidable to four, you spread the cap hit over five. So it's like 22.5 instead of the 37.7, which again, this brings me so much short to say this, that we are spending less money against our cap than to have Dak Prescott, Dak, Dick, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, <laughs> Dak Prescott, our quarterback, <laughs> guys, that's his name, uh, play for us yes. than the Eagles, on the other hand, are spending more money to have Carson Wentz not play for them and play for the Indianapolis Colts. It's a beautiful thing if you think about it. It's really a shame that Parks and Rec isn't still going because he could have an appearance, maybe. No one needs that. I just feel like he would just stand there <laughs> and smile awkwardly in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I do think that's the energy I feel from him. Yeah, I I could totally agree. I think he would be really uncomfy yeah. to watch on TV. 
PB like the whole like what are my lines again? <laughs> um, Talk about awkward turtle. As we go into the off season, continuously like as you know things start to ramp up though, and, and we're looking at potential free agents and the draft. I think it's worth noting. Um, I did an interview with Duke Mannyweather, so we've had D. Rob Robinson on the team, um, and he is amazing. He's wide receiver coach for uh, Manuel Sanders, Des Bryant, um, you know all all these guys that have made an impact um in the league devin uh duvernay it's just it's it's guys like that these boutique coaches i feel like as we continue into another another season of of covid with the nfl in play are going to be more and more impactful but something worth noting as you all are analyzing your needs at certain positions and i appreciate duke for bringing this up is that there hasn't been a true off-season program last year. And there's still TBD on what the off-season program is going to look like this year, if OTAs are even going to happen. And you know, granted, OTAs and things like that are, are a lot are a lot more important for the younger players than they are for the older players because that could be make or break time for some of these young guys who are new into the league. And it's also a big time for them to develop and learn from these older players who are established vets and have been doing the damn thing, right? So to not have that for one year, and then on top of that, potentially not have that for two years, a, a guy that, that comes to mind is a Terrence Steele. We are all very hard on Terrence Steele, and myself included. I sincerely hope that he doesn't ever look up his name on the internet. I hope not either. But I think it's worth noting, like guys like that haven't gotten, especially as an undrafted free agent, even further working against him haven't gotten this experience or ability to be molded into a true NFL player. So I feel like the development timelines are going to be extended when you're looking at the progress of a player and where they should be, or when you're stacking them up against other guys on the roster. So I don't know. I just think it's worth noting. I don't think you can give too much credence to it, but at the same time, like I think it's a super valid point worth considering as we are, you know, uh, saying, please get this position in the building because this guy is miserable. The X experiment is over. Yeah. Who for thought? The X experiment. I mean, everyone we, does use that as like a, like standard tweet copy. It's like, we, we are not original on <laughs> online. Like we like to think we are. It's just like, is your timing right with the recycled lines that everyone uses? Yeah. It's all it is. That's very true. So anyways, copy and paste. Yeah, that's my one thought. My last thought is this. As we're watching all these guys who are signing these tenders, a lot of these undrafted free agents too, I think Antoine Woods is a great example. I feel like it's really interesting and it, you don't have to feel bad for them, but at the same time, when they're not drafted, their future is not in their hands. So it's so interesting to watch as these deals are kind of coming down and, and the teams are figuring out what they're going to do. Antoine Woods, when he came to play for the Cowboys automatically in the deal. They said, Hey, we're going to own the rights to you after the deal that we're going to give you. So pretty much you have to sign this tender or another team can come match whatever we're going to put on you like money wise, which nine times out of 10, they're not going to. Yeah. And so they have this glass ceiling, if you will, it's above them on what they can actually make. Mm -hmm. And unless a team like really wants them, but it makes sense as a bargaining chip for the NFL teams themselves. Like they're like, Hey, you didn't get drafted. Do you want to play? 
if you want to play, then we're, we own your rights. And if you don't want to play like goodbye. So it's just this weird, interesting, if you like to nerd out on those things, like I do thing to keep in the back of your mind as you watch some of these deals happen, because I don't know. No, that's, I mean, that's something that I don't necessarily think of. I just kind of absorb the information as it comes to me. Um, and I don't think too much about deals. Yeah. I let you and a Jack Falk on the internet do that. So. Jack, happy birthday. Oh, that's not the same Jack, but yes. Is it not? I thought it was. I thought it was Jack's birthday. It was. It was? Yes, it was Jack. It was Jack's birthday this week. Um, Jack, I legit didn't see your tweet. I'm so sorry. So. Oh, hell yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jack. <laughs> we love you. You are a day oneer. So happiest of birthdays to you. Hope- I meant Joey Ikes, but... Um, Jack was in the back of my head. Oh, yeah. So that's why Joy, yeah. I said that. Exactly. Because you literally. You got credited for knowing a lot, <laughs> a lot of things about contracts. Just so you know. Um, happy birthday, Jack. Share birthday month with me. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I feel like that's a positive thing. Look at you water signs together. I know. The Pisces. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't really either, but I'm pretending like I Is Mercury in ret- retrograde? <laughs> if something bad happens to me, then I'm claiming that for sure. 100%. Either way, I hope you have the best birthday. Um, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate it. As always, you can find the Blog and the Boys podcast and GTV specifically wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also find us on the line. I am on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles and on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's. Um, guys, in light of the fact that this is totally irrelevant and I don't care because it's always relevant on this show. There's some parting words that I just need Megan to make sure she shares with you guys. Um, You know, today and every day, (laughs) it's Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds are simply not real. You can't convince me otherwise. Goodbye. (laughs)